The establishment of a Pacific Science Academy has been labelled an important step for the region. Auckland University Sir Colin Tukuitonga says up until now, the Pacific has been one of the only regions in the world not to have a science academy. He spoke with Lydia Lewis from Samoa, where more than 70 researchers and officials have met. The International Science Council is a global body that represents uh, scientists and promotes the use of science in decision-making most regions, or in fact all of the regions around the world, have a science academy of some sort. The Pacific Islands is the only region where there is no academy. Essentially, the academy is a opportunity for scientists from various disciplines to come together and to uh, advise governments, advise international organizations, promote science, create pathways for young scientists. Academies, by and large, tend to be more independent than universities. Universities rely on governments. Academies tend to be independent of government and provide independent science-based advice. It's important to say that there is a notion of academies being clubs for old men that recognize each other. In this discussion, we're more likely to focus on what's called a young academy, focusing on support for and opportunities for young Pacific uh, scientists. We are here with some 60-odd people from around the region uh, discussing the merits, the risks, the benefits, and all of that kind of stuff. And who is there that you in particular, you know, meeting with? So Peter Gluckman and various people from the International Science Council are here. The Australian Academy of Sciences people are here. The Royal Society from New Zealand are here. We're being hosted by the National University of Samoa. And then we've invited uh, scientists from around the world, from Papua New Guinea, Solomons, uh, Vanuatu, around the region to discuss the benefits, the purpose of an academy, the risks, the funding, the governance, etc. How will it be funded? Uh, Some uh, resources will come from the International Science Council, but longer term, obviously, the academy will have to seek funding from various uh, bodies, philanthropy, membership fees, that kind of thing. And what are your hopes for the next generation? You mentioned that uh, this will be more of a focus on a younger core group who will be involved with this. Why is it so important to get the next generation involved in activities like this? Well, two reasons. One is to show young people that a research or a science career is a feasible, interesting and worthwhile career. And then Secondly, to create those pathways to find funding, scholarships to support them uh, in the various uh, sciences is not, uh, obviously, it's not just health. Uh, It's all sciences, social sciences, uh, humanities. Can you tell me a little bit about the main core issues that prompted this? Obviously, you've spoken a little bit about why it's important. Most but most regions or areas around the world have something like this set up and it's needed in the Pacific. Oh, the key one is obviously climate change, climate crisis. We've, the Pacific has relied on um, scientists from other parts of the world to get their advice. So that's a critical one, uh, uh, the climate crisis. 
the epidemic of uh, NCDs and the sciences behind that, COVID-19 and outbreaks, child and young people, um, particularly health and well-being, mental health and well-being of young people, you know, lots of issues. Is there anything else that you would like to add? Oh, I think it's a significant step for the region. There are clearly some issues and challenges that need to be worked through, but I think it's potentially an important uh, contribution to what's already existing is potentially, uh, yeah, a very exciting uh, opportunity.